Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Well, America, for the first time in the history of the world, the Denver Nuggets are playing a game tonight for a trip to the NBA Finals. What a day. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. I am Denver native Aaron Goldhammer. He is Nick <laughs> fan, Freddie Coleman. And let's go live to Crypto.com Arena, where Mark Kestisher is standing by. He will be on the call Game four. Mark, have you been warming up the vocal cords to warm the city of Denver at some point here in the next, I don't know, 24, 48, 72 hours to their first ever NBA Finals? Aaron, uh, you're much like me then. When I came from Cleveland to Bristol 25 years ago, many people thought I was from Cleveland. I assumed you were a Clevelander. You're a Denver guy? Oh, yeah. yeah, I grew up in Denver. I'm a, I, I was a Denver Nugget fan from when I was one and a half, and my parents took me to see Magic Johnson, and I couldn't even stand up. Wow. Man, McNichols Arena. That was my first uh, arena football game back in 1990. I think it was the Denver Dynamite, if I recall correctly. But uh, George Carl was the first coach I ever worked for in the minor leagues, basketball, Albany Patroons. And then obviously, you know, we all followed him since uh, from Spain to Seattle and then to Denver. And to think uh, on the day Carmelo Anthony retires uh, back in 2009, this is as close as they've been since then. So, yes, warming up the vocal cords. We'll see if uh, see if they can get it done in a sweep. That'd well, be impressive. Yeah, put it this way, a lot of people believe that this series is going to be over tonight. I still think the Lakers will force a game five. But, Kessie, what has it been like seeing a team like Denver where many people wondered, are they that good enough? And here they are 3-0 on the Los Angeles Lakers and one game away from the first NBA Finals. You know, we shouldn't be surprised, Freddie, because they've been the most consistent team all year. They've led the West for much of the season. Uh, They were undervalued the entire year. When Kevin Durant went to Phoenix, they automatically surged as the betting favorite to come out of the West. And then, you know, the Lakers and Warriors, do they have one more run in them after subpar regular seasons? And and nobody talked about Denver. And, you know, they have a two-time MVP. It was close to being a three-time MVP. Jamal Murray looks like He's all the way back, and they've done a great job. Calvin Booth's done a great job surrounding them uh, with talent. And in a year, I guess, where the unexpected has happened, and, hey, we might see uh, an eight seed in the NBA Finals over from the East, um, you know, maybe it's opened up perfectly for Denver. Even even if it was chalk, you know, it seems to feel like uh, the Nuggets were good enough to do it this year if they could put it together in the postseason, and they're nearly three-quarters of the way there. Game four out west is tonight. Lakers Nuggets presented by Indeed. Coverage starts 8 o'clock Eastern on most ESPN radio stations on Sirius XM Channel 80. Mark Kestisher with us on Canty and Carlin. He will call game four tonight in Los Angeles. About Nikola Jokic, you've seen a lot of great players in your years covering this league. Mark, what is it about Jokic that makes him just different than all the other greats? Uh, There's probably a couple of things, Aaron. I mean, the first thing that stands out to you is that whatever defense you want to throw at him, you know, he's going to, 
He's going to solve it. He's going to figure it out. He's an uncanny passer at that size. And, you know, there's always someone going to be open if you're going to throw a lot of attention at him. Um, And I think the other thing is we're just not used to two-pronged here, seeing a seven-footer with that kind of passing skill, even in the postseason. He's shooting nearly 50% from three. I mean, he'll kill you like three or four different ways. Um, and he just he doesn't have that typical body, you know. Right. Of a, yes. He doesn't he doesn't look like a guy who can roll for forty eight minutes. And even though he looks you know dog tired at the end of the game, uh, you know the guy's gotten himself into really good shape over the last uh, three or four years in this MVP run. And I think all those things together, you know, just add up to different and awesome and future Hall of Famer. One thing that people wanted about him being a tiger in the fourth quarter, he didn't really need to do that, Kesty until game three because Jamal Murray was the guy that was doing that for a lot of people getting a chance to see him play like this the first time, because a lot of people did not see him in the bubble. What has it been like seeing a guy that many people look at and say, when that guy is right, he's one of the top five point guards in the NBA. I have flashbacks uh, to uh, being in that hotel room for four months in Orlando oh, because I'm sorry. it was, and it was great. I don't want to make it sound like it wasn't fun because it's going to be one of the, uh, you know, the great situation or assignments, you know, that, uh, that I'll ever have at ESPN was to go down to the bubble. And, uh, you know, basically it was prep for basketball games, maybe play a little golf, do some laundry and head to basketball every night, you know, 10 minutes from the hotel. And, first world problems, and, huh? <laughs> first, yeah, hashtag first world problems. And uh, Jamal Murray was, you know, so good. And the promise of the future for the Nuggets, and that's another fact that's been floating around today on Carmelo Anthony's retirement day is one of the draft picks that they got back in that deal with of the Knicks it ended up being a seventh pick in 2016 that became Jamal Murray. And then he gets injured. And then you just wonder, you know, is, is he ever going to be Jamal Murray like we saw in 2020 and, you know, for much of the 21 regular season until he got hurt? And, um, you know, it's look, we watch these things straight down the middle, but you do have uh, an emotional tie to somebody who's on a comeback trail. And, and to see that firsthand, that fourth quarter in game two, and then to watch afar uh, for game three when Sean Kelly was in and to see what he did in the first half, uh, you know, it's it's pretty awesome to watch, and it's they're they're just such a great two man team that yep. beats you in so many ways that it, it makes sense that you know, especially with the failures of the Boston Celtics through the first three games of the Eastern Conference Finals, that you know this is the best roster of those remaining. The Lakers have struggled at times in this. I just think the Nuggets, Kesty, are a better team. But if you had to assign the blame for what's happened, what's gone wrong for L.A. to one person, who deserves the biggest piece of it? Yeah, I feel like we've been picking on D'Angelo Russell a lot the last few days, but it's just, it just you see it analytically, statistically, and when you're watching the games because he's out there for the offense that he brought when he came over in a trade, and, and he was you know outstanding down the stretch of the regular season, and one of the reasons why – the Lakers were able to come back from three games under 500 as late as the middle of March, you know, to, to get into the play in. And, you know, he's, you know, defensively, he hurts them. And if he can't give them any offense, um, I think he's a negative 53. If you, if you like plus minus, he's a minus 53 in the series. It's been that bad. Um, when, when we first started the series, 
Um, they had finished off the Golden State series with a three-guard lineup, and I remember talking to George Sedano before game one who's doing sidelines for us, and I said, I'm a little surprised they're not going big here against Denver because they're mm-hmm. such a big team, but who do you take out of the lineup? And then we find out, you know, probably, I don't know, it was five days ago, Dave McMenamin wrote the story um, that said, uh, it was unnamed, I think, if, you know, if they take Russell out of the starting lineup, maybe we lose him. And so, you know, we're going to walk over to Crypto.com in about 15 or 20 minutes, and we'll have a chance to talk, talk with Darvin Ham. And I'm sure that'll be one of the topics we have is, will they make a change? You know, that's, that's a key right there. Will they change that starting lineup? Will they go away from Russell? Will they go away from Vanderbilt? Maybe put in a Rui Hachimura. I don't know if, it's, if that's just a panic move on your potentially last day of this season for the Lakers or if you just looked at what hasn't worked. And, uh, and Russell, unfortunately, hasn't worked. 30 seconds left. In your opinion, Mark Kestesher, if the Lakers are going to force a game five, who needs to get off to a quicker start first? Is it LeBron James or is it Anthony Davis and why? You know, I just feel like it's James. It's probably Davis is probably the right answer, but it just feels like uh, if Le- LeBron truly believes, you know, maybe it's his best chance to get back to a conference finals. And I know it's such a huge hill to climb that no one has ever made it to the top of 03. But if you truly take it the old one game at a time, you know, maybe he feels this is the one. And I know he's averaged 41 minutes per game in the series. But, um, you know, I, I would say he, he needs to get off to a quick start tonight. All right, well, game four in the West tonight. Lakers Nuggets will be called by Mark Kestisher, ESPN, play-by-play announcer on Twitter at Mark Kestisher, M-A-R-C, Kestisher with a K. Mark, appreciate the time as always. The gold hammers from Denver. Now I got the story straight. I love it. <laughs> yes. It's been a long time since I've set foot there, but that is my hometown with Mark Kestisher joining us here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie Coleman filling in for the guys, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, I, feels- I didn't realize you were from Denver either until today. And you, you and I have known each other, Come what, on. 10, 15 years? I Give know. or take a lie or two? I, I, I know. But, see, I started coming on during LeBron's first tenure here. Right. You know, and, and, you know, then I just got associated as a Cleveland guy. Wow. And I've been in Cleveland for almost 20 years. Okay. But my parents are still in Denver. Uh, my best friend is in Denver. My sister is in Denver. My, right. So my most of my whole family um, is still back in the great mountain time zone. And I got to say this uh-huh. about staying up. Right. Because I've had to stay up until 1030 to watch this basketball team all year. Yeah. I've had a sleepless year. Okay. Freddie. Because yes. I, I I've missed maybe two or three games over the course of the year, and I got the you know the league pass, the subscription. It's really nice now that they're uh-huh. in the conference finals and that the games come on at eight thirty Eastern. Because I am too old to be staying up, you know, ten thirty. <laughs> then I then I got to listen to Freddie and Fitzsimmons on the post game show. Uh-huh. You know, then, I, then it's yeah. like you know, yeah. by the a, time uh, I go to bed, it's two a.m. All of a sudden. Yeah, at a certain point, you need a, a robe and a glass of buttermilk to take you home. As that from that standpoint, as far as that goes. But getting back to you said you're going to try to go to Game Five, they lose Game Four, right? No, I, I mean, or you go to the NBA Finals. I want to go to Game 1 of the Finals. All right, yeah, Game 1 I'm of the not, Finals. I'm not going Conference Finals. I'd go to the Finals. Okay, so go. ticket prices. You said you and your dad get a chance to go. How much are you willing to pay to be in that place for a Game 1 of the NBA Finals, a place the Denver Nuggets have never been since they got into the NBA in 1976? I mean, Freddie, some people spend money on cars, and some people have fancy clothes. And mm. no matter what you make, like, you have your one splurge thing that you spend money on. Yep. For me, experiences like travel and yeah. trips and uh-huh. things with your family, like I don't know that I'm going to have another opportunity to go to the NBA Finals with my dad. And so here's the here's the cool thing. 
he took me to a hundred Nuggets games when I was a kid. Okay. How cool would it be to repay the favor and take him? Absolutely, to the and surprise like, him. Isn't, isn't that kind of what it's all about? So, right now, the get-in price for Game One. Okay. And maybe I should just buy the tickets now. You better, is, you better do it now before they rise up a little bit more before June first. I know. So eight hundred dollars would get me in for Game One. Okay. It's a little bit less for Game Two. Okay. Game One on a. Uh, Thursday night game two on a Sunday I, and I guess maybe like the weekend I, I don't know people don't want to go on the weekend I don't know why the I thought that would be reversed a bit you thought the price would be a little bit higher yeah so that's the get-in price okay so I feel like I'm okay with that number it's a lot of money but I don't, then you click and you realize the ticketing fees on some of these websites very frustrating okay hmm. then um the question becomes, do I just want to get in or do I want to be like in the lower bowl? Is it enough Ooh. to just be there or do I want to try to upgrade to a better seat? What if, do you think? If you get a chance to upgrade to a better seat and it's not going to have you selling blood for that, yeah. then I think that's what you have to do. If yep. you're able to manage that, if you're financing that kind of order, because I know how I would feel yep. because I never got a chance to see my, my teams, my two of my football teams, New York Jets and Dallas Cowboys. At least I've seen the Dallas Cowboys win. Yeah. But because the Jets have not won it since Super Bowl three. If they ever got to the Super Bowl, I would really have to think about, okay, what can I sell off yeah. or who can I bribe to try to be in that building to make sure? Because to your point, you don't know if that opportunity is ever going to come around again regarding right. your favorite team. Would you want to be there? Because the other thing I'd that's in be my there. head, Freddie, I'd is be there. they're 11-3 and three in the playoffs when I'm sitting right down here in my basement where you'll I'm see, sitting doing the show with you right you now. You see, with me, I don't believe in that voodoo that they try to do, that gree-gree. That's not me. If you get a chance to be in the building, you got to cast those numbers aside yep. for the experience of being in there. What's the most expensive ticket? I mean, have you done a concert? You know, in in four figures or the most expensive ticket I paid for a concert. It was the Rolling Stones on the Bridges to Babylon tour, and I was Ooh. second row. No, at Madison Square Garden, and it cost me fifteen hundred dollars. And was it, it worth? It every- was worth every bleeping penny to Not literally have Mick Jagger, Ron Wood, and Keith Richards right in front of me. Oh. Yeah, that's a fifteen hundred dollars. I'd have paid more. I'm glad I only had to pay fifteen hundred. Yeah. But I would have paid more for that. Second so, row Madison Square Garden, Bridge of the Babylon tour. So I went to visit my wife and I were about to buy our first house and we decided we weren't ready yet. So right. we had signed the papers and then we decided to take it back. Mm. We we're visiting some friends in New York City yeah. and they said, you know, we have tickets to this show. Maybe you guys should think about getting them, too. They're probably a little bit pricey. Right. I said, tell me about the show. My buddy Schmelk goes, uh, it's a hip-hop musical about the life of Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, really? And I was like, uh, this sounds like the most bizarre avant-garde thing ever. Like, Easily. You know, I, I, I don't want So I do some reading about it, and I do some listening, and I poke around, and I realize that this is kind of like the hottest thing to hit Broadway. Mm -hmm. So I convinced my wife we dropped $800 a seat to see Hamilton with the full original Oh, man, like Lin-Manuel Miranda and the rest of them, huh? And and everybody. Wow. And I got, like like you just said, it was expensive, and people scoffed at us for spending that much money on a ticket to something. I don't regret one cent of what we paid for because isn't that what life is all about? That's the way it's supposed to be because if you have an opportunity to do something like that, even if it hurts your bank account, if it dents it a little bit, 
Yep. But the the pictures you're going to have in your mind, and now everybody takes For pictures sure. on their phone For and sure. sharing that kind of experience. You can't buy that. There's not a price tag on that. So yeah, yeah you you should find a way to go because if the Knicks ever get back to the NBA Finals, yep. I'm going to be there. I'll sell family members. I don't care. I'm yep. going to be there for that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I feel the same way about this. I just I've got to try to find my way in, and I really yeah. that moment of taking the like reversal, and maybe yeah. I don't know if he's listening right now, but the surprise if I could surprise him with it, yeah, I feel like it would be priceless. Triple eight say ESPN is our number eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Freddie Coleman. The first time your team made a championship game or won a championship, mm-hmm. what was that like for you? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. There's some spoiled sports fans like the Boston people. Get the hell oh, out of here. No, uh, nobody wants to hear from As someone who you. lives in New England, you preach it. Nobody wants to talk to you. Preach that gospel. I'm, I'm talking about, like, the the Cubs fan. I mean, that's oh, the yeah. one that, yeah. for, for that Game 7, I was in the building for that here okay. in Cleveland. Right. The 2016 World Series. And there were people that dropped ten grand on the that, Easily. They said, like, I, I don't, this is for my grandfather. This is for my great-grandfather that mm-hmm. never saw this, that yep. wanted it and never got the opportunity. That's got to be one of the coolest ones. The only playoff game I've been to the New York Jets was when Bill Parcells was there, and they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I can tell you, normally outdoor stadiums don't hold noise. Yep. I still have pain in my ears from when that happened. And what's on that's back in 1998. I couldn't believe how loud the Meadowlands yep. then yep. was that loud because so many people waited for that game in Testa Verde and Keyshawn Johnson and Curtis Martin. And yep. that place was as loud. And I said, I'm really glad I decided to take Tom, a chance to go to this game. Yeah, here's the negative side to this. When my Broncos oh. were in Super Bowl 48. Okay. I'd never been to a – I'd been at Super Bowl week. You know, when people don't realize if you're not in the game, like, yeah. you know, sometimes in media you go to Super Bowl week and to then, do a bunch of work. Yeah, and then, then get you the get hell out of there on Friday. Well before the game. <laughs> right. So the game is the least important thing. So I decided to go, It, you know, and I had the opportunity to get a ticket, and I went on a train, and oh, then I had the, the, the whole experience, and they lost 43-8. to eight. To the Seahawks, they snapped the ball over Peyton Manning's head on the first on the first play. play. Oh, I remember. And then I had to sit. I I left in the third quarter because it was such a blowout. So that's what I'm trying to avoid. I don't want to drop all this money on these tickets and have Jimmy buckets go for 45 and the Nuggets to lose by 18. Like that wouldn't be in my head. In my dreams, it's the game they win at the buzzer. You know. Take take your advice, Aaron, from your uncle Freddie here. Okay. Fear the known, leave the unknown alone. Okay. Period. Don't worry about what could happen, what might happen. You get a chance to do this for your team and be there with your dad, yep. fear the known, leave the unknown alone. If you were in my shoes, what would your cap dollar figure be? And tell us the story of the first time your team made a championship game or series. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Freddie Coleman. As we roll on, your call's next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. If you're looking for a career you're going to love, flexibility, great pay, benefits, one of the country's top workplaces, come join their growing team, progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. I'm Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie and Coleman today on Canty and Carlin. I may need to pick up some extra money, Freddie, so yes. I might be going to progressive.com slash career. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about a little side hustle because apparently I got to afford these tickets that you guys are convincing me to buy. Grew up in Denver. And I'm thinking about going to the NBA Finals. Now, we should say, we're assuming that they finish the job here and they right. don't blow a 3 nothing series lead. True. But that's never happened before in NBA history, and I hope, certainly, it's not going to happen now. You can listen to uh, You can listen to Game 4 in the West tonight right here on ESPN Radio, and I'm hoping that we're going to be celebrating our first trip to the Finals tonight in Denver Nugget Land. Uh, Walter is in Lake Tahoe, is on ESPN Radio. What's up, Walter? Hey, guys, I just want to say thank you to Progressive Insurance for the wonderful sports radio (laughs) that you're providing. So thank you. (laughs) How's that for a shameless shout-out? Well done. done. Flo is listening, and she loves it, Walter. No doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier you were talking about games that meant a lot. So I grew up in San Francisco. I'm a third-generation native. I live in Lake Tahoe now. But when I was in high school, I got shipped back east to boarding school. Oh, no. So back in the late 80s when the 49ers were winning all those Super Bowls. No. And I was 3,000 miles away from home. Those games just meant everything. Yeah. Who was the first person you hugged? A a, a bear or a moose? Or both. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was in Maine, so I think it was a mosquito. (laughs) What part of Maine was the boarding school in? I lived in Maine for two years in Portland, Uh, Walter. It was in Bath, Maine. Oh, you poor thing. Right near the Bath Ironworks. Oh, yeah. I I don't know where that is, but I could only imagine. Maine, very obscure state. Yes. Beautiful, but obscure. Maine is, people don't realize how big Maine is. It's 14 hours when you first get in the state to the tip towards Nova Scotia. 14 hours. Is there any, like, what is in northern Maine? Moose, bear, snow, (laughs) you know? Right. Seriously, I'm not, I'm not, there, there, there are cities and towns in Maine where the further north you go, yeah. animals outnumber people by right. a wide margin. 
by well, the way. I just remember like those maps during the pandemic mm-hmm. where it would be like, okay, like around Cleveland and around Detroit right. and around big cities, there'd be these huge outbreaks. And in yeah. northern Maine, yep. the pandemic never came. No, because <laughs> they it, were... you, know you, you know you live north when the pandemic is scared to get near you. <laughs> Not even COVID <laughs> wanted to go. COVID looked at that and said, now nah, we're good. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, Sandra's in Dallas is next up on ESPN Radio. Triple Eight, say ESPN. You want to jump in with us? You're on with Aaron Goldhammer and Freddie Coleman. We're in for Canty and Carlin. What's up, Sandra? Hey, you were talking about spending money on um, experiences. I say spend the money and be prepared to spend a lot, probably five digits, so you could get at that lower level. Well, she, she's done her homework, by the way. Five did. Now you guys have got me spending ten thousand dollars on basketball yes. tickets, Sandra. Yeah. So let me tell you. Let me tell you. So my husband travels for work, and so in 2020, or so 2019, we're big Kansas City Chiefs fans, uh-huh. and they were terrible for a really long time, right? right. Yep. And so we said, okay, he says, you know what, I'm going to book the flights just in case. And I'm like looking at him like, you're crazy, right? <laughs> and we're talking about like fall of 2019. Yeah. I'm going to book them just in case. Okay, I'm going to book the hotel just in case. And I that point we had might have lost five games or something like that that year right and then before you know it holy crap we're going to the super bowl (laughs) so then it came time to buy the ticket sure now you're talking about gun shy to push the button to buy That's an online button, man. When it's ten thousand yeah. dollars, and you just put in your credit card info mm-hmm. and the expiration date, and you hit buy now, and the buzz going. Bank, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <laughs> my bank is going to show up at my door, mm-hmm. saying, "What the heck are you doing?" We want everything. You got dreams. We want them too. That's what they're going to do to you, and then it still will be worth it. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Zet is out in California, has Great a story name. for us on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. What's up, Zet? Hey, how you guys doing? I, uh, I had to call in. I normally don't call in, but I'm calling in because back in 1985, I had a, I had, had tickets to go to the Villanova against Georgetown game uh, mm. with my buddy. Right. My boy played on the team, Presley. Okay. And uh, he said, man, we're going, we're going to the Final Four. I said, man, let's do this. So we all crammed into his dad's van. We drove from Connecticut to Lexington, Kentucky. And let me tell you, that's something I will never forget, to have your best friend on a team. Wow. And then for them to win, it was off the chain. It was just unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. That's fantastic. I, you know, those are the things – when 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 it's time to to call it quits, when you're right. at the end, mm-hmm. those are the things that done. you're gonna. The ten grand that you did or didn't spend on a new car, like you, no one's gonna be right. talking or thinking about that. It's all about these life experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. Venny uh, Venny is in Alabama, is on ESPN Radio. What's up, Venny? Hey, how's it going, guys? We're good. Um, yeah, um, that, just two things. One, um, I'm a big Milwaukee Bucks fan, um, huge. Um, uh, grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Now I live in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. But um, uh, during the 80s, I um, didn't watch very much. I was really young at that point. But during the 90s was really when I became a fan. It was, it was also when they were probably at their worst, you know, following guys like Ty Day, Sean Respert. Oh, Going through times like yeah, um, you know the rough trade, nights the at the Payton. Bradley Center, rough cold Ooh, nights. Man. Yeah. Yes, yes, but um, awesome experience. My dad was taking me to games all the time. 
Um, so just love the team. I was even listening to them on the, the radio uh, mm-hmm. when I moved to Alabama because I couldn't watch the games. Yep. Um, but so when that championship happened in, in 2021, that was awesome experience. I was at home. I didn't get to go. I wasn't even in the Deer District. Um, yep. Just me and my son on the couch watching the game. Wow. Um, another thing, too, about uh, tickets, yep. me and my wife did go to Serena's final match. Really? Um, wow. Was, uh, well, US not, the, not the last one. Not, not, not the very last one. The right. one in uh, 2019 right. versus Brittany Andreescu. Yep. Um, we got a chance to go to that. Very much worth the money, even though Serena lost. Wow. And um, we also just uh, coughed up the money to see Rafa and uh, Medvedev that uh, very next day. So um, that was also a very, very awesome experience. You you know, but it's you got to pick the right events and it's got to be the right circumstances Mm -hmm. and it's all got to kind of come together. Like I'm thinking now flights. I have a place to stay, obviously. Of course. If you have a place to stay and your mom and dad live in the city, then what the the hell went on when you were younger? I, mean, I want to know what happened. I don't. I think I'm a pretty good son. Yes, it's you okay are. For me to, yes, although they are. have converted my old room into like a, I don't know, a shrine to my sister or something. Wow, uh, you got John, displaced. John in Tampa is on ESPN Radio. He's next uh, with uh, Freddie Coleman, Aaron Goldhammer with you. What's up, John? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure, sure. Um, I'm a longtime University of Connecticut men's ba- and women's basketball fan. And originally from Connecticut, would always spend childhood, you know, summers and stuff visiting my dad, my relatives in Connecticut yeah. and stuff. What so a, what a big rough UConn life fan. you live with a gajillion championships, including <laughs> holding one right now. Exactly. Right? Well, this is this is true. But that first one in 1999, yep. I can remember I was in Winter Haven, Florida, where I near where I live now at an Applebee's losing my mind and having everyone in the place staring at me. I still have the t-shirts and the hats from all that, yep. but you're definitely right. Those, those experiences, you, you don't forget the first championship of your team or you don't forget the big concert. You know, Amen. my wife and I just shelled out money to go see you two in Vegas at the sphere. Oh, at the residency. Oh yeah. man, I'm jealous now. Yeah. That's, see, Granted, you know what, we have nosebleed seats, but as you get older, we're in the building. You know, there's the John, there are things like educational Mm -hmm. things and, you know, what everybody's got to pay their bills. And but I swear now these experiences, tickets to stuff, that's the best gift I want to give is tickets to stuff. Yeah. You two is part of the best concert I ever went to. I had to spend money for what? Yeah. Live Aid, 1985, Philadelphia. Oh, my. Freddie, how close? Oh, I was in Philadelphia. I was fifth row back where Back then, you could see the the acts in England on the screen, uh-huh. and every forty minutes, then the American acts would show up. So I'm literally four rows away, having a chance to see Madonna, Led Zeppelin when they were reunited. Uh-huh. The last time Duran Duran as the original fivesome performed yep. Of, yep. until years and years later. Yep. Billy Ocean, all these people, Lionel Richie, and then at Billy the end, Ocean. Yeah, then at the end, Bob Dylan closed it with Ron Wood and Keith Richards playing guitar. He sounded out of tune. I didn't care. Yeah, Best concert I've ever gone to didn't have to pay one and dime Queen, for it. Then Queen, you watched on the screen. On the screen when they yeah. did the whole Radio Gaga thing, and then yep. U two when they yep. did Sunday Bloody Sunday, and then Bad went to that show in Philadelphia. Didn't have to pay a dime for it. There we go. He did Caribbean Queen. He did Lover Boy. He did both. And Dan Aykroyd of, and Dan Aykroyd of all people introduced him, which made absolutely no sense. <laughs> like none. 
Billy Ocean, if you're listening, Triple yes. H, say ESPN. <laughs> Check in with us. I'm Aaron Goldhammer, Freddie Coleman. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Three and out is next. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. We're Freddie Coleman with you, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We are in for the guys. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It's time for our play of the night as we head into Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals tonight as the Nuggets try to go to their first ever NBA Finals with a win. Freddie, who do you like tonight? Oh, the play of the night for me. They have the over-under is 225.5 points, and the Lakers favored by four. It was three at the beginning. It is four now. Man, the play of the night, Denver Nuggets sweep this series. Take the Nuggets. Take that. The Lakers aren't going to win it. They're not going to get it done. They may have a lead early, Aaron, but it's going to be the Nuggets. To me, that's the play of the night. The Nuggets plus four on the road. I think they sweep the series and get it done. You know, D'Angelo Russell has had such a disastrous series so far. Absolutely. Something tells me maybe he gets off to a hot start if he's still in the lineup, if he's still in the rotation. Right. I know I'm just jumping out of a tree here. I don't feel great about this one. One unit and one unit only. D'Angelo Russell over 10.5 points tonight in L.A. as the Lakers try to stave off the sweep and stave off elimination. That is our play of the night. It's time for us to get two, three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Freddie Coleman. We are in for the guys presented by Progressive. Uh, A future Hall of Famer. I don't know that you can call him an all-time great, but Carmelo Anthony has announced his retirement 19 years in the league. He's the number nine scorer in NBA history. A lot of that, I mean, he's a great scorer, but a lot of it has to do with the fact that he played 19 years. Yeah. He is one of the 75 greatest players of all time, 10-time All-Star, scoring champ, six-time All-NBA, but he never played in an NBA Finals. Freddie, you are a Knicks fan. Should mm-hmm. the Knicks be retiring Carmelo Anthony's in number 15? No. I mean, as much as Carmelo Anthony was a terrific scorer, I can't put his number up there in the rafters. If anything, you can make a better case with Bernard King, who didn't play as long as Carmelo Anthony did, and he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame where Carmelo Anthony is going to be. But in terms of all-time Knicks, you want to put him in a top 15, okay? But number up in the rafters, no, I'm not going to go that far with Carmelo Anthony. Uh, my bad, by the way. Earl Monroe, of course, wore number 15, and I think his number is already his hanging up there. in the rafters oh, at Madison yeah. Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mello wore seven with the Knicks, so it would be number seven. 
I think you at least got to get to a finals. You know, we start retiring everybody's number. Yeah. Freddie, I think it should be a pretty high bar to have your yeah. number retired. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's an insult to Mello. I'm not out here ripping him. Right. But I'm just saying, like, that's Patrick Ewing next to Dave DeBusher, next to Willis Reed. Next to like, Bill to, Bradley, yeah, next yeah, to Walt Frazier, next to Dick to, Barnett. Yes. To go up there, like, you've got to have really won something, yeah. not just played well. Yeah. Ultimately, was it worth it? for the Knicks to go and trade for him and well, bring him in? and did, did it? Real quick, do you have any mellow regrets? Yeah, I, yeah, because I thought the team they had before they traded for him was the kind of perfect team you needed. Four snipers and Amari Stoudemire inside who was playing at an MVP level. The minute they got Carmelo Anthony, the ball stopped because he's a scorer. When he gets yeah. the ball in his hands, he didn't pass anybody. Great yeah. scorer, yes. Will he be in the Hall of Fame? Sure. All-time Nick, n- number of in the Raptors? Uh-uh. Hold on, let's there. turn this around here. Since we have Aaron here, who's the Nuggets fan, should the yep. Nuggets retire Melo's jersey? Probably. First of all, yeah. I think he was better as a Nugget than he was as a Nick. Went I, to a I'll conference agree. final. Yeah, okay. I agree. And he was giving Kobe and those guys the business in that conference finals. Also, before they I lost agree. Six. We had Marcus Camby on with us earlier. You can go back and listen on the uh, – I was going to say Freddie and Fitzsimmons. On the Canty and Carlin podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcasts. But Marcus Camby made the point. He changed Denver basketball. He sure you know? did. I mean, it, like, That's fair. The Nuggets were a laughing stock. They won 17 games the year before he got there, and all of a sudden, snap your fingers. They, were, they made the playoffs his rookie year, which was pretty darn impressive. Mm-hmm. So – I think the Nuggets should retire Mello's number. Last thing, Green Bay selected to host the draft in 2025. I hope they like parkas up on that set because it is going to be cold in Green Bay in April. Why? It could be out to 75 or 25 degrees. It could be a blizzard. I mean, maybe that's what they're hoping for, that we get a view of the frozen tundra. But all those draft picks, I have a feeling more people might be staying on the couch when they realize how hard it is to actually get to Green Bay. But they will be at Lambeau Field for the 2025 NFL Draft. Up next, Joe and Amber, followed by Game 4, Lakers, Nuggets, in L.A. This has been Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.